Where did it say that? What, what does it say? Again, it says that if you think good, right, then it will be good. So, that if you don't think good, well, if it wasn't good, if you don't think good, it will be opposite. So, if it wasn't good, you're the, you're the problem, basically. So, now, in addition to all my other problems that I have, I have also myself to blame that I didn't think good. Great. Just what I needed to hear. So what's the question? The question is, what's the question there? How come Hashem is blaming you? What? It sounds extreme to say that you're at fault. But if you believe that thinking good will bring good, then you have to believe that that not thinking good is not good. <laughs> Once I say, if I think good, I can control the outcome, but if I don't think good, I can't, I can't, the outcome yeah, goes the, the wrong outcome, way. Right, and most people can't, can't maintain a good enough state yeah, so that they can't bring good things to happen. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Right, if I don't think extremely positive, then I'm the problem. Oh, that's a good point. Basically, the best way to get a person to be stressed out is to tell them that if you think good, it's going to be good. Great point. <laughs> don't be stressed out, right? That's quite powerful. How does it even work that you think good is going to be good? Is that like magic? Like, how does that work? Right, but equations don't really work in the real world. I'm saying, what's the... Yeah? What's the lower level? Fine. Option one is whatever is going to happen is going to be good. Right. And option two. They sound very similar to me. Right. Okay. So what's your point? Right, so I, I don't know the truth. How many people here can actually think good about this story this week? You, you, I guess you were sent a sikha to ask you to think good, right? So are you able to think good? Right now it's pretty bad, actually. Like, one part of it we want to become good. The other part is definitely not good. At least, not to my little uh, capacity of thinking. Nothing's good here. Well, even if in the best case scenario right now, it's, well, the best case is the Mashiach. That's good. The worst, the, the best of the current state ain't good, right? So how do you think good? 
Okay, what were you saying? Who was saying that before? No? Yeah. It's really just nonsense because you don't control anything. Exactly. You're just thinking you just control. <laughs> That's the real problem, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, isn't it true that trachtgut is the best mechanism of being able to continue with your life? And it's amazing that trachtgut is designed good, because really when something like this happens, what you really want to do is not know about anything more than there is to know. Like, if there's a certain like, part of you that pulls you to know what exactly happened, because then you can feel the, you know, the horror. But another part is like, okay, but tracht gut verzeihen gut, so I'm allowed to think good, because by thinking good, I'm going to make it good, and therefore I'm going to ignore the pain. So really it's the best thing just to be able to walk away from other people's pain. Right? And the even better thing is when you meet them, and you say, just tracht gut verzeihen gut. What? Exactly. Right. It's very tough to look at pain. That's, yeah. Especially when it's a pain that you relate to, right? That's what this is. Basically, every one of us is thinking about being a parent and you're picturing that kind of situation. And the nightmare is not about them as much as it is about you because you realize, like, it's just, you have no place to run because you're putting yourself in that picture. So it's very difficult to actually handle it. So let, let's jump into the, the, the discussion, right? I think that we need a little explanation on what tracht gut translates as. Now we've discussed this already, but I want to go deeper into it. Why is it so important, like tracht gut verzeihen Why is this like one of the things, why is it even feature in, in Hasidism, right? So I think, and this is again along all the lines that we're learning, think about it this way. We look at ourselves as spectators of what Hashem is doing. In a sense, we're spectators. I can't really control anything. Like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway. And then I'm a spectator. So, for example, in this case, right, if I'm in pain, my pain from this situation has nothing to do with anything. That's what you really believe, I think. I believe that, right? And if I'm sitting over here and I'm very, very pained by this situation, I mean, I'm not anywhere near the situation. I don't know them. I mean, I know who they are, but that's about it. I don't, I'm not there. So I don't actually, um, I'm just a spectator of something that's happening somewhere else. Right? So the first thing to realize is this. Going back to this question that was asked there, right? It's true. If you think good about something, you can make it good. Miklal hei natashem love. From yes, you hear no. If you could think good about it, that means that if you don't think good about it, then you create that situation, right? The opposite. But here's the facts. You can't think about everything because you're human. God can think about everything. You can't. So notice this. You're not being asked to think about everything that might transpire. Which means... Are you thinking right now about some aeroplane out there not crashing? It could crash, right? If you start thinking about that plane not crashing, 
What's going to happen? Your trusting good could make it good. Now, see what it's like. Good luck to try to think about any eventuality that could transpire in your life right now and try and trust good about anything. What are you going to notice? That you can't, right? But maybe as I said that, you started getting scared about some particular thing that might happen, right? That's something that just entered your mind and got, got, gets you to panic a little bit. That's Hashem affording you the opportunity to drop good about that. Get it? In other words, give up. You can't change. What? Where? That? You can't change. You're not God. You can't change things. You can't make a world run a particular way. Give up. Not happening. What could you change? Well, the things that come your way and ask you to change them, those are the things you could change. What things come your way? No, no, no. Ask yourself the question. When something comes your way and you feel out of equilibrium so there's a range of feelings you could have they range from panic to anxiety to worry to stress to addiction to you name it the whole gamut of negative feelings when you have those negative feelings now you're being told as tracht gut wird sein gut so don't ever think you're God. You're not God. He's not giving you the rights to decide who's going to live and who's going to die. <clears throat> and that means if I'm going to think enough about this that it's going to happen, then that's going to happen. No, 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 no. It's just that when something comes your way and you're afraid, that's something. That fear is God sending you an energy saying, you want to think about this good? You can make it good. So there goes all the stress about you being in control of the world. Got it? When you have the question about so basically anything that happens bad in the world is my fault. No, it's not. He didn't give you the opportunity for that. It's not your fault. You can't control. It's possible that anyone can chas v'shalem drop dead. Most people drop dead. What, is, what happens? It means their lives got to a point. You stress out about the thing that comes your way because that's the thing you're worried about. Well, what? You say what you stress about is not everything in the world. You stress about the thing that came your way that you want it to be good. Right. So let's talk about that thing first. Of all. So, so no. So my point is, one second. My point is, point one is let's narrow it down, right? Let's narrow it down. You can't control everything. You can't say something happened out there. Well, if I would have tracked good about it, it would have been good. It's true. Had you trusting good about it, it would have been good. That's true. But Hashem doesn't give you the ability to trust good about everything. Just like it's true that if you happen to be in the right place at the right time, you could save anyone. Right? If you happen to be a Hatzalah member and an EMT and you knew what it was about and you were there in the exact moment, the exact time, that's, you would have been able to save it. But Hashem didn't give you the ability to be God. So you can't be everywhere and you can't think about everything. And so it's only the things that He gives you, the range of stuff that He allows you to think about. Does that take away most of the stress? Doesn't? Why not? Oh. No, no, no. What I mean is, after it happened, when you start the blame, the guilt. Had I trusted in good there, it would have been good. Before it happened, the whole thing is that, like all the stories of the like, 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 like,
outside, like by some bus pyro. That was like, no, he literally just saved his son's life, his son's life by being happy. Right. So that does change it. Correct. And that's what the people with a lot Correct. Of so now let's move towards that direction to understand what, what it is that I could do. What am I able to do when, so when something comes my way and I'm feeling some kind of negative emotion about it, that is where Trachtgut comes in. Now you can flip the emotion by changing it the opposite direction. Now, everything you learned in Hasidus gets you to that moment. Because here's the key point, and this is really everything that we're learning. You're not a spectator in this game. You are you are the one who's calling the shots. The reason you're being taught Hasidus is very simple because it gives you divine powers. It, you're downloading Elokus into you. See that? You're not learning Hasidus to know about how something happened in history. We don't care about history. The reason you've got to know about history is because how it affects you and what it makes you into a present, right? Which means, I'm going to give that example, right? If I want to plug something into the electric outlet, we all understand that if there's electricity, this thing has electricity flowing through it. If you plug it in, you're going to get electricity, right? Think about Elokus being the same way. Elokus is here, but it's abstract. And when you bring it down, you draw Elokus. Now it does whatever Elokus is able to do, which is make miracles and do all good things and wonderful stuff that happens from godliness. How do you draw Elokus down? Well, we know, Torah and Mitzvahs, that's how, right? But we also know, how do you skaf sitra Most of it happens inside here. Most of the time. Every time you subdue, you draw your locus down. So when you have a question and you think you're a spectator, like, where was God in the Holocaust? Where was God in this event? And you're like, wondering, right? Well, you are now in the thick of things. Will you succeed in drawing a locus down or not? What, what are you trying to do? Trying to get a philosophical answer? And then what? Do you see how you're in the middle of... A, is that a philosophical question? Where was God in the situation? Sounds like philosophy, right? It's like you're not helping anything. You're just answering a philosophical question. Stop seeing yourself as a philosopher and a spectator. What you feel now is your power of elokus. If you can successfully plug yourself in, you can connect to the divine force out there. So how do you plug yourself in? Well, the answer is, Zerath tells us, If you can push against the Sitra God can be revealed. How do you push against Sitra The answer is, take the very feeling that you have. So in this case, right, I don't know, I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling. Every time I feel the situation, I go into, I just feel extreme pain. Very, 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 very painful. And then my mind runs to the story, which I didn't hear, I just heard in bits and pieces, and I don't want to hear. But it's super painful. And one part of me says, okay, okay, let's just think about something else. I'm trying to divert my attention somewhere else. The truth is, don't run away from it, run into it. Because I'm diverting my attention to thinking, okay, let's think about something else. And then for some reason, in this case, like it's too close to home. So then I get another WhatsApp and another text and someone else telling me like, you know, and, and you get it again and again and again. So I don't have a choice. I have to go right into it. I say, I'm feeling it. Now what? 
Now I want to tracht good in that feeling. But the story is so horrific, it's very, very difficult to tracht good. Tracht good does not mean think that it's going to be good. That would be saying, tracht sivet sein good. Right? Tracht good, vet sein good. If you think good now, then it'll be good in the future. So the question is, how do I think good now? Now you need a lot, a lot, a lot of Hasidic training. Hasidim have a power to think good now. Um, you were saying um, before, before the chapter, you should feel it. Like you should, when, when, when it comes up, that you should allow yourself to feel it, and then you think of it. So I'm thinking, like, should we allow ourselves to feel it? Or? Yeah, feel the pain. It hurts. That's, that's, that's very scary. Like, very scary. How do, you, how do you let yourself feel pain? If you just think about it for two seconds about what happened over there. Right. You can cry out to Hashem and you, you can actually go, I mean, it's not that difficult when you think about this situation to cry. True, but it's, it's much easier to like not think about it. Correct. Correct. And, and if, if, that's, if that works for you, then fine. Try it out. But sometimes it doesn't work for you. And what you're trying to do is run away from a feeling and you don't want to run away from it, you want to run into it. Mm-hmm. If you can divert your attention, right? Yeah. Like something happened on the other end of the world and whatever, and you heard about it, and you're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's not really my problem. Like the Russia-Ukraine war. Not really a problem to you. I mean, right? Now, it becomes a problem. You get a lot of friends who live there, and suddenly whatever, now it's a problem because you get them to see it from a more direct way. But how about their war in Afghanistan? So the news tries to make everything relevant to you. What do they do? They don't tell you the story of the war. They tell you one individual who's suffering. And then you read it, and then you get to uh, experience the horror. Right? That's how they do it. So I have a simple solution that I, I figured out a couple years ago. Amazing solution. You know what the solution is? I don't look at the news. Done. It's, it was very hard for me at the beginning, a couple years ago. Now I don't look at the news. So it's just unbelievable. I just don't know about it. It's fine. It's all good. Like, I, I, I think I know who the president is. So, okay. <laughs> it's amazing. You just live in a very comfortable, happy place. So absolutely do that. Right? But some things I can't run away from. This one, I can't run away from. It's not news. Like, it's just in my face. Everywhere. See what I'm saying? So now I can't run away from the pain. And I feel the pain. Whenever I try to run away from it, and then like, and then like I call my mother to say good Shabbos, and what's she talking about? With my sister... She's in the middle of explaining for detail for detail what happened. And I can't, like, I was going to say, I'll talk to you later, you know, but I can't do that because I have to have keyboard aim. So I heard it. So now I knew about it 20 minutes ago. So great. Now I find out. Now what? Now I feel the pain. Don't run away from the pain. Run into the pain. And where do you do with the pain? And now you run into the pain and tracht gut. How do you do that? How do you feel pain and good simultaneously? Note, not that it's going to be good. Because I can't see what's going to be good. Because the best case scenario, which I'm really davening for, is really bad. In the best case, in this case, right? Because half of it already happened. So whatever the best thing that could happen over here is just not as bad as the other option. That's all. But it's still bad. 
So how do you trach good in a bad situation? So if you say trach good means to think that it's going to be good, then it's good. Then, okay, Hashem will make it good. But that's not what trach good means. It means that it is good. Follow the shayla. Right? How do you make it good now? How do you think good in pain? Yeah? The answer is this. Let's go back to our psukim, right? So, if you think that Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echod, what does that mean? I close my eyes, I say Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echod. That means that there's two realities in everything. There's the reality that you see, and there's the reality that you do not see, and it's behind the scenes. And we can only access it with the eyes of our Seichel, Emunah. So I access with emuna. I don't know. I seed control. Very difficult for us human beings to do that. But you want to seed control. You want to realize that I don't know. I don't know. But picture the scene. We discussed this once. What happens when your two-year-old is screeching? What's the best way to stop two-year-olds from screeching? Is it by negotiating? Is it by explaining, or is it by cajoling, or is it by solving problems? What's the best way to save a two-year-old from screaming? A hug. Right? A hug, and they keep screaming, and they let Kepi go. And in three seconds, the problem's over, usually. Now, how come when you grow older, you don't get hugs anymore? I mean, you do, but it's not the same, right? So, what? Yeah. And that's why you keep on screaming and nobody's stopping the screaming. So you didn't solve a two-year-old's problem, right? You didn't solve it. You just made her feel like, I still love you, even if you got a problem. So then, okay, got a problem goes away. So imagine you can get that same feeling now. So try it out, right? This lady was telling me she was, um, she was in, the, in the morning rush, crazy morning rush. And then um, she couldn't find the keys. So she had to go somewhere else and able to get the key for the car in the morning, save another 10 minutes, you know, while you're rushing, rushing, rushing. She comes home, none of the kids are in the car. And so what does she do when you're in a rush? What? Scream. Screams. Exactly. What do you think the kids do back? Scream back. Like, she says, why can't you be in the car when I come in? I'm so... What do they say to the, to the mother? Right, and it becomes a very, exactly. One kid afterwards tells the mother, later in the day, says, you know, she says, texted her actually. She says, I'm, I'm so sorry you were really stressed this morning. A couple hours later, and I'm so sorry that, um, that you were, you know, that the key wasn't there and, and that we weren't in the car. So the mother says, like, thank you so much. And then the kid does back. Some kids just get it. It's amazing. And then the kid goes back and says, a little kid, like a, 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 a 13, 14-year-old. kid goes back and says, and it's so much more difficult if you were, because I know you're, you're not feeling well. And the mother says she started to cry. And then she was like, she felt problem disappear. Do you see the hug? Right? What just happened? What did that kid succeed in figuring out? 
What? Validate. How's validating a hug? It's like, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Hey, Ma, I love you anyway. You see that? And the other kids are screaming at her. She's screaming at them. No one's validating anyone, right? And therefore, everyone gets basically a, uh, there's a, there's a war going on, right? That's the problem. Fascinating, by the way, the Alter Rebbe says on this week's parasha, in Terror, that he says um, that when Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim, to uh, Lavon, so he went to a place called Haran. What does Haran mean? What? Kharnaf, anger. So what did he do? He's like, oh, I can't handle this. I need a hug. So he went back to? No. He did the shiva already. He went to Hara Maria. And he davened. And what did he say? He said, He says, Hashem, I noticed you in everything. He took all the stones, all the things in life, and he says, Hashem is in everything. Hashem is right here. And then he says, Vishavti Vishalim will base Avi. Right? So who's base Avi? Who's his father? Close, Yitzchak. Right? What does Yitzchak mean? Laughter. He says, wouldn't it be great if instead of feeling anger all the time, I would feel laughter? In other words, I could just laugh at all these crazy things going on in my life. And I could feel the goodness of them. Then he went back. So what happened now? Now instead of seeing Charon, Haran, what did he see? How should I do this? Well, okay, whatever, you'll figure it out yourself. He went to this. He changed the letters. What's the difference between Haran and Rina? The same word. What he did was, he successfully made a little hole over there. Oops. You get the idea. Yeah. That's Rina. Right? That's Reish Nun Hei, Rina. Some people live and everything in life is a problem. Stress. That's Haran. And some people succeed in going to base Avi, to their father's household, which is Yitzchak. Yitzchak means to laugh. And you start getting excited and laughing and delighting about everything. And then all that stress becomes arena. It becomes exciting. It becomes fun. So the Altarev explains. Yeah. Very good question. The answer is, what he did was, he went back to his father's home. This al Rebbe says the first line in Torah this week. He went back to Davim, and he started noticing that all the stones around were all really echad, were one. So the stones, al Rebbe explains, are the building blocks of life. And he started noticing that in every building block in life, Hashem is present right there with you. And he went to Davim, and he was focusing on the ladder goes up and down, right? And he was thinking about this idea that everything happens in life, Hashem is right there with you. Then he realized that the way to overcome every stressful situation is by noticing that it's not bad, it's actually Hashem is with you. So basically what that means is, this is the point, that anything that happens in life 
happens, level one, it happens as Haran. When it first happens, this mommy comes in the morning and she's stressed, and the whole house is stressed, and that's what you get, Haran. Now she goes back, and some kid feels her pain. What the kid do, without knowing it, that kid essentially brought down Elokus. You know why the other kids didn't feel Elokus? Because she came back and she started saying, why are you guys not in the car? What are they here? You guys are bad, exactly. So they say, why are you so stressed always? What they give her? Is that a locus or is that ego? The other kid says, forget about me, mommy looks stressed. Mommy, you're stressed. That's called a locus. That's not thinking about zich, it's bitl. You're thinking about her. See that? It's called empathy in simple language. Empathy means, I feel your pain. That's the hug. I feel you. Tracht gut, vetzayin gut, is not a mantra. It's a way to live life every single moment of your day. What does it mean, tracht gut? It means, in every single situation, close your eyes, that's what Yaakov did over there. He went to Davin. You notice that Hashem is hugging you every step of the way. I don't feel the hug. Right now I feel a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. And the further away from it, away from it, the easier it is. When you get closer to it, you feel actually it's much more challenging. Wanna feel the hug in this situation going on? What you do is what we've spoken about, right? Yisrael Betach Bahashem. Remember the translation of that? What's Betach? Tiach, cement. Yisrael betach b'ashem. It's too easy to say in God we trust. No, that means throw yourself at God. You say like this, God, I'm feeling such pain. I'm feeling horrible pain. And you let yourself feel it. I'm feeling the horrible pain. Hashem, I know that even though I'm a human being and I have no clue, I can't, I'll never know. But I know because I learned in Chassidus that Hashem creates the world every single second, I feel your elokus right here. I feel that God is with me. And, and Fakert, the more I have no clue, the more I feel like I, I'm throwing myself at God. Now, what you're going to have to do in your mind's eye, it's going to be a lot of work. Because your mind's going to say, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Right? I recommend, I, I told you the Rubashkin thing at the end, right? The last chapter of the Rubashkin book, right? That's what it's about. I went to read it again this week. I think everyone should read it. I read it three times. And I've got to do a couple more just to get what happened there. Like this moment where he gets told that you're on, you are in prison for the next 18 years. There's no more lawyers to talk to. There's nothing more to do. 18 more years in prison. And what does he do? That's painful. And he thinks to himself, Wow. He feels the pain. That's like, wow, that's pretty bad. That hurts. And then he's like, wow, I'm in totally in Hashem's hands. And then he realized that tonight the Yetzirah is going to come and attack me. Expect the attack. 10 p.m. He's coming. As soon as they lock down, that's when he's coming. I know him. And then he like throws himself in God's hand. He says, I know I'm in Hashem's hands. And the Yetzirah is, it's a fight. You like the Malach? Next week's parasha, the Malach and Yaakov having a fight. That's what's going on inside your head all the time. Most often it happens at 11 p.m. That kind of timing, right? 
but the head, he loves to think negatively. And you say, you have to throw yourself at Hashem. I'm in Hashem's hands. I'm in Hashem's hands. I know Hashem is with me. And you, 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 you force yourself into that space. And then you're like, no, I'm still feeling pain. Okay, go back to step one. Feel the pain. Because once you felt enough time the pain and you didn't run away from it, you just feel Hashem's presence. What does tracht gut wird sein gut mean? It means not think that it's going to be good. You want to get yourself into a space of always feeling an embrace of God. Hashem's hug always, all the time, every single moment. There's no way to feel Hashem's embrace if you ran away from the pain because you don't need the embrace. You're just pretending like you don't need it. You really do. So what you want to do is walk right into the pain. Zhoop, right into the Haran. What does Yaakov do? He goes to Haran, walks right in and says, Oh my gosh, I'm stressed. Goes back to Dab. First he goes to Haran. Then he goes back. Feels Hashem's loving embrace. He feels how all the stones are one. He sees how... Right, I'm right there with Hashem. And he feels Hashem is with him. And he davens and davens, not asking Hashem to help him, also that, but asking, feeling Hashem's connection to him, feeling dveikus, feeling Hashem's power in my life. And then he says, okay, now let's go back to it. And what does he discover? That it's, it's a miracle. It doesn't make any sense how it happens. But all the most difficult, challenging, impossible situations, you say to God, I don't know how you handle this one, but I do know that when I'm in that position, I'm going to feel a revealed good. Also known as in Perak Yud Aleph, Yer Sakhaydesh Yud Aleph, which is a must learn for this kind of situation. Alter Rebbe says the words that if you were created in this world and you don't have this emuna, then who needs you? Uve emuna zu, when you have this emuna, what's the emuna? Shehakol toiv, right? Nas hakol toiv gam begolu. Then everything becomes revealed good. You are not a spectator in the game. You are the elokus. So how do you know what to do? If you feel pain, if you don't feel pain from the situation, some things you hear about, you're like, that's terrible, next. When you hear about something and you feel the pain, that's a calling from Hashem to say, deal with it. Bring elokus down into this space right now. How do you bring elokus down? Every little thing you ever learned about is bonanus. You close your eyes and you say, well, first you feel the pain. You feel the darkness. Feel it. Don't run away from it. You know how you feel it? Sit down until you're feeling it. And you'll be crying. And you'll feel very emotional about it. And you can sit with a friend and you can chat about it and you can just cry. But you don't stop there. That's not the point. Then, together, you close your eyes and you say, you talk about Amunah. And you talk about how Hashem is with us. Hashem is creating the world every single second. And if Hashem does something, it must be good. It has to be good. It doesn't mean I know how it's good. I don't know. I'm a human being. And that elicits the good. What that means? No idea how it works. But if you have true Amunah, so if you have a Rubashkin case, it's amazing how it works. And the next day, 24 hours later, the impossible happens. And that's why it creates this euphoria. And when you say, yeah, but what's meant to happen? Is going to come alive? I don't know what's meant to happen. I'm a human. 
But I'll tell you this much, that the more you do it, you will see the Toyev Gam Begolri. Now, when there's a, a global situation going on, you need a global amount of good. You think good, you will see the good. The second guy does it, the second person will see. And there's going to be good energy coming down. So every time you're thinking good, more good descends into the world. Does it answer the question? No. It doesn't. I don't know the answer to the question. But then a part of you says, okay, okay, but what do you mean? Hashem did what's good? That, that was good? Feel the pain and feel Hashem there too. In every space, you're feeling God. Igeris, Akkadish, Yud, Aleph. It's called Daskil Chabina, and you've got to know it, Balpeh.